Welcome to another episode of Her Daily Drive. I'm Sarah, and these podcasts are designed to encourage and inspire you to find your daily drive in Jesus through hearing stories of other women who are already on their journey with Him. episode we're going to be interviewing Elia. Elia is a young woman and a beautiful friend of mine. She does local mission work and she's going to talk to us about the importance of saying yes to God opportunities. But before we start the interview we're going to hear a little bit about Elia's story. Thanks Elia. Thanks Sarah. So hi everybody. It's great to have the opportunity to share my testimony with you uh, today. I think back over my life and my faith has always been important to me. I can remember first giving my life to Christ as a young five-year-old girl at a kids' rally. They prayed with me down the front and gave me a Bible. Growing up in a Christian home and then becoming a pastor's kid meant we're at church on Sundays and many other days. This didn't mean that life was without its challenges, though. After my mum died when I was five, I became the responsible big sister to my little sister and brother. I became a bit of a perfectionist and tended to be fearful and worried. These things have been a constant struggle for me, even into my young adulthood now. I'm still working on trusting God and surrendering to Him rather than turning to worry. At times I still find it hard allowing things to just be without having to be perfect. So I thought I'd tell you a little bit about how I got to where I am now. In year 12, I'd enrolled through QTAC to do a course of occupational therapy, which I was really keen on. My entrance to this course, though, was dependent on my OP, as it was pretty competitive at the time to get into. But I had a backup plan, which involved doing a science for a year and then transferring into the other course, which I'd kind of accepted that it might be the case, but at the same time was really hoping that I didn't have to, as it was an extra year. But looking back in the scheme of life, I don't think that would have been um, such a big deal. I remember that I'd been praying a lot about uni stuff and trying to give it all to God. But amidst this, there was still a humanity in me that just wanted it my way. I found out my OP and it was one point off the previous year's entry, which meant that if it was the same score for my year, I wouldn't have been accepted. So when the QTAC offers came out, I literally burst into tears. I'd been offered a place in the course of my first preference and the OP score had dropped by two points, which I was just totally amazed by. I was so thankful to God and just really felt that this was a place where God could use me. And I just really felt, I guess, that, yeah, this was something that God was calling me to into the future as where I would be working. Looking back over my life so far, there's been much change from moving suburbs, schools, cities, churches, workplaces, merging families, making new friends, and most recently becoming a wife. The one thing that I'm constantly reminded of is that God is faithful. I'm so thankful that he is always faithful, and no matter what, his love for us is unfailing. I'm continually reminded that he loves me just as I am, and nothing I do, or no matter how hard I try, nothing will change his unconditional love for me. So I look at my career path where it's um, led me over the last few years and it's changed um, from definitely where I thought I would have been when I started out. I just never thought it would be like it is, but I'm so thankful of how it has turned out so far. And God's just growing just more and more of a missional heart in me and I can just see so much how my work now is relating to my mission and I love that. Elia, can you tell us a little bit about your local mission work? Yes, I'd love to. 
I'm so thankful to God that he would use me in carrying out his mission and to be his hands and feet and sharing his love with others. I've felt a heart for those who are marginalised in our communities and over the years a particular heart for women caught up in the sex industry. A few years ago, an opportunity arose to become a part of, of a prayer group that was exploring how we might be able to respond to needs locally. From here then, another opportunity arose to minister to women offering love and friendship. At first, I was really reluctant and hesitant to say yes to the opportunity, so much so that I avoided giving the person who'd asked me an answer for weeks, um, just afraid of where it might lead. But at the same time, I was so excited and thankful as I'd been seeking God for how I might be able to respond to this issue and serve in mission. And I had been praying for an opportunity for what that might look like for such a long time. I felt that I just couldn't say no, that this door had been opened and if I was to say no, it would be shutting the door in, you know, on an opportunity that God had um, in store for me. Have there been Bible verses that have sustained you through this time? Scripture has been a big part of my journey and in particular, especially relating to mission and where I would take that path was Isaiah 61, 1 to 3. I was actually drawn to it when we were at the Hillsong Conference um, a few years ago and it was one of the themes of one of the speakers and I've kept coming back to it over the past couple of years and it reminds me about the why and the greater vision. So Isaiah 61, 1 to 3, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendour. So this journey has been one of continually seeking God and trusting him for his provision, protection and restoration. Elia, how has mission and understanding that you need to trust God and that everything's in his timing affected and changed your journey? Not long after this journey of discovering where I would be called in, into local mission, I was seeking change in my work. I was feeling a bit unsettled in my position and looking for a new challenge. I had been in a permanent role for the previous three years. It wasn't easy. I was looking what seemed like ages, looking for new positions to apply for. And as I was going through this season, Psalm 37, 7 came up for me on a few occasions and it became a verse I held on to. So it says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. So when I was starting to worry or become uncertain about the future, I would speak this verse out. It turned out that a great opportunity for new experience arose, however, only for a very short contract, which going from a permanent position to a two and a half month contract was going to have to be a leap of faith. So I prayed about it, sought wisdom and advice from others and ended up through the application process being the successful applicant for the job. So as I said, for me, this was a leap of faith, moving into a new work area and on a temporary basis. I'm still currently in the position and have gained a whole new set of experiences and opportunities. I wouldn't have gained these if I had stayed safe and comfortable where I was, or on the other hand, if I'd rushed ahead into something earlier without waiting patiently for the Lord. You spoke a little bit about being still and waiting patiently on the Lord, and you mentioned that verse, and 
What do you think might have happened had you not waited on the Lord and just rushed in on Ellie as a cord? It definitely could have looked completely different. Just like the area of work that I've gone into now, I don't think that like, that might not have come up. And the area that I'm in now just links really nicely with the mission that I'm doing. I could have gone into something else. And yes, I'm sure, you know, God would work things out, you know, for his purposes still. But I just really feel that this is right, that I'm meant to be where I am now. And if I had have just rushed into something else, I wouldn't have been able to experience what I have now. Before we finish up today, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? Yeah, so I think the themes that have kind of like surrounded my journey so far is trusting and waiting on God. That's so important in just like seeking out his word, seeking out wisdom from other Christians. And when those opportunities arise that align with, you know, God's heart and his desires, then say yes. Because if you've gone through that journey of prayerful consideration and waiting, waiting patiently before him, then, you know, he's going to open opportunities that align with his heart and your heart's going to be aligned with his because of that journey you've gone through. So say yes when they arise and, you know, you never know where God will lead you through that. And the other part I think is, this has been big for me, is just leaving everything in God's timing. So that kind of links again with that trusting and waiting on him, but just trusting him in his timing. Sometimes I think I would have liked things to have happened quicker or, you know, um, at the time. Looking back now, I just am so thankful that God's timing is perfect. And when you can just wait on him for that, um, it might be hard in that journey, but looking back, you'll just be so thankful. Elia, thanks so much for sharing with us today. My hope and prayer for you listeners is that you would be encouraged and inspired to say yes to God opportunities. And if you're not yet there, that you'll just sit and wait patiently on the Lord and trust him and realize that everything is in his timing, his perfect and good timing. Don't miss the episode next week as I had the privilege and honor of interviewing Baroness Caroline Cox, who's going to talk to us about the importance of using our freedom to speak up for the voiceless. Until then, everyone, have a wonderful week.